When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply to advance human rights in China and beyond. I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Boogie, boogie, boogie. I'm sure China's shaking in their boots, You man. know that, right, man. She <laughs> is, like, freaked out. Woo, oh, no. We're not, we're not sending a diplomat over there to watch the Olympics. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> How scary a move Boy, is that? He, he's sweating bullets right now, isn't he? Wow, that's a big-time threat. Holy crap. Just like he's going to talk to Putin today and tell him not to go into Ukraine or I'll get in the 18-wheeler and drive oh, over geez. there and hit you with a chain, <laughs> champ. No, it's going to be more like, Vlad, champ, don't go into Ukraine. Or I'll say... Don't go into Ukraine again. That's exactly right. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the ranch, yesterday she uh, was asked, uh, as Jen Saki, she was asked yesterday about Hunter's computer. And she went, uh, what computer are you talking about? Of course, last year she knew all about it and said it was right. Russian disinformation. Of course. And she was asked yesterday, is it still Russian disinformation? What computer? What are you talking about? Talk to Hunter. Ask him. You mean she didn't, she acted like she actually didn't know about the last She time. said, Talk to Hunter. Talk to Hunter. That's okay. who you need to talk to. Because he just sold his interest, supposedly, in this Chinese company. <laughs> and somebody asked yesterday, so who bought it and for how much? She said, you need to talk to his people. No, 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 no. You promised trans. Actually, your boss, right. Joe, promised transparency. We want to know. Talk to talk to his representative. Oh, God. Yeah, she's a font of information and bull crap. And yeah, also yesterday, did you pick up on this at the White House? is now concerned about corruption in the art world. <laughs> that was in that same moment. And it's like, oh, okay, and, um, you know, who, what about your boy? Right. I mean, they're, they're going after rich people, you know, funneling money money and laundering money and through the, you know, buying and selling of, of very expensive art. Which goes on. Which goes on. Absolutely. But, of course, no mention of Hunter Biden, who's made about $750,000 off his crap art. That we know no, of. That we know of. And we don't know who the buyers are, but I bet they have Chinese accents. Uh, probably. They're a bunch of crap. And paid in the Chinese, whatever, whatever it is, yen or yen. whatever. Yeah. The yen paid in that. Yeah. So, you know, another day at the uh, White House. <laughs> He's got a bunch of yen in his mattress. He's got some yen. <laughs> and a, and some yang. yang, too. <laughs> and some what? Yang. And some, well... I don't want to know about his yang. Yeah, well, let's not talk about his yang. How are you this morning? I'm conscious. Drive-in was okay? Yeah, yeah, it was. How are you? Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. A good day yesterday and another good day on the horizon today. I'm going to have to go clothes shopping later. You have to go clothes shopping. I just love clothes shopping. No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't. You don't love clothes shopping. I would rather have another root canal. That's how I have so many is because I choose that over all these other things. You have to, what do you have to buy? You have to buy some clothes? Yeah, or? Christmas thing coming up, and I've got to buy some clothes for the Christmas Right, thing. So right. Say, some nice, yeah. pretty clothes. Yeah, yeah, you know, because the jeans won't work at this thing for right. some reason. I don't understand that. I don't, you know, I own a jacket, but I don't own a suit. I don't own a tie. Nope. I don't own any oh. of that stuff. 
Yeah, I don't slacks, own tie either. You know, I do just I, I don't do ties. Never done ties, and will not do ties. Right. <laughs> so. I, I had to do ties at my first talk radio gig. Oh no! I had to wear a jacket and tie Ugh. every stinking day Ugh. to go work at a radio station in the middle of a cornfield in Delaware. See, right? Who's going to see you? To, no, the, the receptionist. The receptionist saw me. That was it, and the news guy. But every damn day. Uh, and so when I left that gig, I burned all my ties, yep. man. I burned them. Yep. I had a bonfire, and I burned them. I threw them all away. I sent them all to Goodwill. Right. And uh, I, I re-gifted a couple of them. They were kind of cool. You right, know, gave right. to other people. But that was it, man. And I don't know one today. I don't understand what the point of a tie is. What is the there point is of no it? There is no point. There is no is point. It? Is it hiding the buttons? Is that what it's supposed to no, do? No, you know, what? it came about because of all the pretty stuff that the guys used to wear in English clothes and all that. But that's why we left England. So we didn't have to wear them. <laughs> we fought a damn war. That's right. So we don't have to wear those stupid ties I mean, anymore. If we wanted to continue to wear powder white wigs, we would have stayed there. Right, but the reason right. we left is so we wouldn't have to do that no more. That's right. That's right. We want to be in blue jeans and uh, whatever this shirt is. <laughs> whatever. Rock on. Uh, so what else is going on? Michigan officials, um, the DA up there, check this out. This is what she said about right. the parents of Crumbly. Right. They ought to have known that their son was emotionally disturbed and ought to have prevented him from taking a handgun to school, end quote. Then she went on to say any individual, any individual who had the opportunity to stop this tragedy should have done so. The question is, what did they know and when did they know it? The notion that a parent could read those words and also have access to deadly weapon they gave him, it is criminal. The words are all those drawings and right, you sure. know, the thoughts won't stop me, help me, blood everywhere, my life is useless, all those things that he wrote. And, uh, and so those exact words that the prosecutor is using against parents now they're saying can be used against school officials too well we said it yesterday didn't we so they're they're if they knew and they didn't stop him and they didn't search the bag then they're just as culpable as the parents are well so here's the deal i did say that yesterday and that i think that you're looking at school officials across this country looking at this case and saying about this case holy crap what kind of trouble could we get in if this, if, if they charge those school officials? Because remember, they met with him and the parents that morning. That's right, that morning. <laughs> and one of the things right. that they said was, or the, it, uh, you know, the uh, DA is saying is that, hey, the parents should have checked that bag for a gun. Well, the school officials should have checked it too. Right, yeah, I agree. So they're, if they're culpable, man, well, it sets a precedent. And uh, let's see, schools know, in, in a sense, hey, you've got to be on your toes. If you know there's a kid that's kind of messed up. Which, aren't they already? I, th- I, thought, I they thought they were, too. You know, why, why wouldn't you be on your well, toes right they're, now? they're too busy world. teaching CRT I guess. and worried about gender pronouns and all that happy crap than to uh, take notice when a kid who was obviously screwed up is planning something big and bloody. And, uh, yeah, I think the school should be held culpable if they are, if they, if they knew about this. Was he on some sort of psycho drug? I want to know. Uh, we we should need know. to know that, too, because that's been the connecting factor in pretty much all of these things. Absolutely right. And you look at that little punk's face, and there ain't nothing looking back at you, man. He's got dead eyes. So I'd like to know what he was on and if he was on anything. Yep. Uh, also, another uh, part of the story is uh, the, their longtime neighbors had called CPS on them a couple times over the past few years, the parents, because they would leave him at home alone without a phone and go drinking. So there, there's something really screwed up about this whole family. Oh, you know, he would go next door to right. the people you're talking about and knock on the door and say, can I use your phone? Right. My parents are out bar hopping. He was eight years old. Eight. And, and they're out alone. running around. And so, you know, they'd leave home without any food and all that stuff. 
a, a woman who used to date the father. Now, I don't know the family dynamic. I don't know, you know, all that. She said that he, she, the wife is a monster, the Crumbly's mom is a monster, and the dad is a P.O., you know what? P.O.S. P.O.S. P.O.S., yeah. P.O.S., you can say it. Yeah. So uh, she said these people are the lowest of low-life people that you can imagine. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. I don't I don't know. We'll see where, you know, this whole charging them goes. I know that out of people t- commenting on this case right now, people that I've heard from, friends, they want those parents to go to prison. Well, they, they they're, they're going <laughs> to. They believe. probably will. Yeah. As far as whether he's on meds or not, I don't know, because the more you learn about the the family thing there it doesn't seem like they'd be even concerned uh, concerned enough to put him on something. maybe not that's right that's a good point he maybe just messed up because they're messed up right you know what i mean which it'll, let me tell you it'll do it to you happens all the time <laughs> so we'll see where you know where that goes and we'll see if the school officials but i can tell you right now school officials across the country are shaking their, their oh, boots yeah. right now they're watching this case if man. these uh, da's are going to start charging them by the way speaking of da's our local da is filing for re-election today so expect the soros check to come very soon <laughs> that'll cash tomorrow that'll hit the bank tomorrow uh, <laughs> you know it takes uh checks a couple of days to you know to uh post when they're that size it's got to so, clear yeah, yeah. It's clear. It's going to take you a couple of days for that to go into your he'll account. File today, and uh, he'll he'll oh get the Soros God. check right away. Uh, right. If he hadn't already gotten it, I don't know. Maybe he has. Right. So we'll see. Anyway, anyway. it's kind of the way the the thing starts. Not a huge Tuesday. <laughs> I think we've just done the entire show in the opening fifteen minutes. Well, we do want to talk about the the tranny in in University of Pennsylvania. Okay, we, I didn't we do know want to talk one. about him. Yeah, we'll we'll bring that up a little bit later on, and we got a couple of other things to talk about. Sure, so we just kicked the stuff this morning. That's right. Uh-huh. We'll kick we'll kick back and talk about stuff going on in the world. Do what we do. Do what we do. All right, the Bridgehead IT is doing what they do every day by providing your business with the best in IT services. No matter what your business is and no matter what condition your IT is in, and it might be that you've got an IT staff there and Bridgehead IT can be a fantastic help to your folks that are there. Or it might be, you know, you're you're running a shop that doesn't have an IT staff. I get it, man. I, I t- totally understand that. No need for one until you got a problem, right? <laughs> and then you say, uh-oh, need one. And that's when Bridgehead comes in, and they're here to help your business run smart, efficiently, effectively, improving your bottom line by solving your IT problems and providing cybersecurity and writing programs that make your business more efficient. In other words, saving uh, money to your bottom line by automating certain services or doing things like that to make the experience with your clients, your customers, your patients, doctor, a whole lot better when you use Bridgehead IT for all of your IT services. Give them a call anytime you got an issue or if you want to meet with them about these other uh, avenues they can offer you. That's Bridgehead IT, 210-477-7999. It is Pearl Harbor. Remember, it's day. It is the 7th of December 2021. It was 80 years ago today that we were attacked at Pearl Harbor. We'll talk about that as well. But AccuWeather for today, it's going to be partly sunny with a high of 66. Just basically a typical fall day for San Antonio. Tonight, it's going to be clear, 40 to 48. Tomorrow, mostly sunny. And the warm trend begins tomorrow with a high about 78. Very warm on Thursday and Friday. We could be looking at highs in the mid-80s for both of those days. But then on Saturday, a cold front comes through, drops the temperatures as we go along on Saturday. And Saturday night, Sunday morning will be cold. Looks like most of the area will be in the 30s, or at least the hill country will be in the 30s on Saturday night, Sunday morning.
man. That's a beautiful sky. That's a pretty day. It really is. Wow. Loving that a whole lot. Yeah. 720, it's Warren Rima, Trey Ware, Sean Rima, KTSA. <laughs> 80 years ago today. That's right. FDR said we were viciously uh, attacked by the Empire of Japan. And he asked for a declaration of war. Pretty interesting. We haven't uh, declared a war since, but we've been in a whole lot of wars. <laughs> Odd that. Isn't that? Um, wow. You know, the guys who uh, went through that time, they're dying off. Yes. We just lost Bob Dole a couple of days ago. We just lost the guy, the first guy to walk into Dachau to free Dachau. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all in their 90s now. Yes, they are. Uh, we're, we're losing them left and right. And what we don't want to lose is the memory of what happened for any of these events. Well, we are. Well, I know. It's not being taught. You ask, I mean, seriously, it's just not, and if it is, it's not being taught right because the little boogers have no concept about World War II or American history in general. And you know what they say about history. If you uh, don't know history, you're doomed to repeat it. And, and we're just, it's not, they're not getting that hit. You and, I, you and I came out of high school with a better understanding of basic history, whether it was American history or world history, than most college grads have right now, in my opinion. So we have, at that point, you had two countries that were moving for world domination, right? right? Yes, you did. And it took us getting involved to stop that world domination, because you think about it, when we were attacked on this day 80 years ago, had we not responded by getting involved and had we not been successful, man, the world would look a whole lot different today, wouldn't it? Well, it would, and we weren't even a superpower at that point. We no, became no. one as a result of Pearl Harbor because we kicked our entire, every layer of our society was focused on munitions and creating the stuff we needed to go kick some ass. <laughs> and we were talking about this this morning in the 5 o'clock hour, how... Men, men who were really boys, yeah. you know, they were just oh, past yeah. puberty, were uh, lying to get in. Sure. <laughs> Literally. I mean, Walt Disney was one of them. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. He went down and signed up, and he was underage. There were a ton of them that were underage. Bob Dole, who we just lost over the weekend, was 18, 19 years old. He was born right. in 23, and this broke out in 41. Right. So he was a kid. They were kids, right? But they understood. Even as kids, they understood what was at stake. And the entire country did. So they went. They did what was necessary. But even back here at home, you had the women that worked really hard. Old got old dudes who couldn't go in were, were working in the factories as well. Rosie the Riveter. Rosie the Riveter. And there were all kind of sacrifices that were made from every American. Sure. Everything from medicines to rubber to food. Everything was rationed in a big way here, right? Just so the war effort would go ahead, we we fight wars now, and it, it, it unless you're directly connected in some way, it doesn't affect your life. Well, I, I don't all. think I don't think this country could ever come together like that again. I really don't. You know, young people today, and I know I hate to say young people today, these little boogers, but they they by and large they don't have that sense of sacrifice that those folks had in that generation. Because you have to understand, th- those folks had also just come out of the Depression. <laughs> you know, so they just grown up as kids in a world where you didn't have anything. You know what I mean? So I, and so that, that steel, it gave them a bit of a steely spine. And so when this happened, Pearl Harbor happened, they knew what had to be done. They knew it. Everybody knew it. And they did it. And they did it. And they're you dying think that off. would happen now? Well, today, we, we find ourselves talking about, you know, history repeating itself. We find ourselves... In a very similar situation, you have two countries who are vying for world domination. Oh, yeah. China, by the way, is on the moon. We got an interesting story about that. Right. China's on the moon right now. They are 
rapidly moving ahead with their Space Force. In fact, they're doing it more quickly than we are, the Space Force. Right. We found out over the weekend that they're building bases in the Atlantic right off our seacoast, right, the Atlantic right. seaboard, right where you used to live. Right. So that's that's China. Russia is looking like they're going to move into Ukraine, and Joe Biden's going to tell Vlad today, hey, look, don't, don't hey, move into Ukraine, hey, champ. champ. I'm going to the 18-wheeler and drive over there. You know? pull back the reins there, champ. But we find ourselves in the exact same situation. The question is, and I pray that we're not, and I pray that we don't go down this road, but... If the country needs to respond again to two countries that are vying for world domination, what would it be like today? <laughs> I don't think I want to see it. <laughs> no, we don't want to see it. No, we don't I, want to I really don't. Either I really way. don't. Because you, you don't, I'm sorry, you don't have a lot of 19, 18, and 19-year-olds these days that would, uh, that would, would recon- that even know this is going on, for crying out loud. It's not like they follow the news a whole lot. Right. They're not. They got a subpar education. Today is or about just one. You know, jump the gun on just one day. Sure. Today is National Letter Writing Day. You go back to the 30s and 40s, let alone the 1860s and 1870s. You go back to the 30s and 40s, and read what your average middle schooler was capable of writing in just the letters. You look at the letters that came out of World War II, the letters they sent home, and some of these people didn't have a high school education, and yet they're beautifully written. Uh, uh, yeah, a typical 18, 19, 20-year-old today couldn't pull that off. Well, they could do it with emojis. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it said an emoji but letter. you know what I mean? So of course there, I know what you mean. And al- along with that kind, th- there was an awareness of things back then. And think about that. They had fewer news outlets. They had fewer options for how they got their news. Uh, in the era of World War II, you had to go to the movie theater to see a, anything. It's uh, another thing I mentioned the 5 o'clock hour this morning is that when you went to a movie, they showed a newsreel before newsreel. the movie started. That's the only way you saw the news. You didn't have television. You had radio. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah and, newspapers. And, yeah, and that's how you learned what was going on, but yet they learned, they, they were taught by their parents to learn. Today, we have wars going on and nobody knows what's going on in that war. Nobody even knows. They don't right. know because we don't cover it. I mean, th- that's partly the media's fault. You know, we were well, involved in yeah, we were, we were involved in Afghanistan for 20 years. Nobody, you rarely saw a report out of there. Right. Rarely. In the very beginning for a couple of years, that but then it. after that. So, you know, I mean, if, if, if it came down to it where we were in another moment like that, I don't think we could pull it off. Well, nobody wants to see that, but I, I, I believe, I happen to believe that these guys in Russia and China, they want to take advantage of this moment in American history. Sure, why wouldn't when they? you have an airhead for a president. Why wouldn't they? And this guy is not FDR. He's not Ronald Reagan to back down the <laughs> Soviet Union. He's not Donald Trump. He's barely Joe Biden. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, why wouldn't they, as you said, why wouldn't they take advantage of this moment in time to make their move? Yeah, because you get another guy like Trump in there. You get DeSantis in there. And uh, they know it's going to be a whole new ball game. Sure. So t- this is the moment. This is your moment, baby. Why now? Go for Ukraine. Go for Taiwan. Do when, it. When you think about it, why now would would uh, he put 175,000 troops around Ukraine right now? And he didn't do it a year ago or two years ago. Right. He's doing it now. Why? Because he knows he can. Because he knows he has, you know, a, a moron for a president and, who has no spine. And China owns. And China owns his ass. So, so you know. You know. So they, they're going to take advantage of this moment. And sure. it doesn't end well, I don't think. No, it doesn't. All right, so I'll tell you about BG products. In your vehicle, BG will protect your vehicle. It's going to get cold here this weekend, uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning. And you know what happens to your oil? Basically, molasses inside the engine until it warms up. Until it warms up, it's metal on metal because you don't have oil circulating through the system. Well, 
When you have that situation, you're destroying your engine, and now you got cost repairs. you got lengthy stays of your vehicle being repaired in the shop. Got to be in there and waiting for the parts to come from overseas, all that kind of stuff. You can help avoid all that by using the BG products inside your vehicle. I like to talk about the MOA a lot because it's what goes inside the uh, crankcase. It works with the oil. It binds itself to the cylinder walls, so you're never metal on metal. You always have... Uh, great lubrication inside your engine. Even when the oil has settled down in the bottom of the engine after it's not run for a while and turned into a thicker consistency because of the cold temperatures. Uh, this stuff, the MOA, stays on the walls of the cylinders and will protect your engine. The best stuff I've ever seen. Get it anytime you have your oil change. BG. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA Ha-ha. and FM 1071. Got your days? Sure. What today <laughs> is it? It's, uh, of well, course, Pearl, Pearl Harbor. Harbor Remembrance Day. Yeah. There you go. It's National Illinois Day. Illinois. <laughs> National <laughs> Illinois Day. It's fun to say it's it that na- way. It's National Illinois Day. How does that make sense? Uh, you, who knows? But it's it's fun to say Illinois. Illinois. Like Des Moines. Des Mo- I used to live outside of Des Moines. <laughs> you what lived you- everywhere. I have. Yeah. Uh, but National Illinois Day, what do you... It's <laughs> so what, in California, it's supposed to be happy about Illinois? Yeah. Or in Pennsylvania, it's supposed to celebrate all Woo! things Illinois? Celebrate. You'll find somebody from Illinois and be loving on them. Um, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's National Cotton Candy Day. Oh, yeah. Oh, now you're talking. Okay. National Letter Writing Day, as I said. And, of course, Nat, uh, World Trick Shot Day. Oh, like NBA trick shot stuff, huh? That or any kind of trick shot. Like okay. pool. pool. That's what I was yeah, going. Yeah. That's all I got. Any, <laughs> pull an Annie Oakley out there in the backyard, whatever you decide to do. Yeah, throw that beer can up in the air. Yeah, <laughs> I got, that got Trey's attention. Because we're talking pool and basketball. He's like, eh, I don't get uh, yeah, Whatever. But, you know, you put a beer can on somebody's head. You got that right. <laughs> go, on Annie Oakley, go on Annie Oakley on him. Yeah. <laughs> but backwards with a mirror, right? You know? right. <laughs> That's exactly how I do it. That's exactly how she did it. Yeah. In the Wild and West she show. She done good, too. Yeah. It was on this day in 1991 when Michael Jackson debuted. Oh, God. Black or white. It only matters that you're underage. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Remember all the controversy about this video after it aired the first time? No. I do. Yeah. What was it? There was a scene at the end of the video where he does this dance routine on the hood of a, a beat-up old car. And there was some crotch grabbing and some grinding some. going on. Yeah. Right. Some. He couldn't keep his hands off himself. Right. Well, it's like, but, Mike. Well, better himself than you. Yeah, you're, what, you know? Mike, you're going to go blind. Or yeah. a 14-year-old. Right. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> man. Yeah. Really? Well, I remember when he did it at the Super Bowl. Remember when he did this song at the Super Bowl? Right. Yeah. Yeah, but there, there was a big It was one of those world premieres. It, it was one of those things that was like the thriller video. Yeah. They but they, always did on, made, they did it on Fox or something. Like right. That's what I'm yeah. saying. They always did. They For his, any of his videos, they made into a world premiere this Thursday right. night at 7.30. See the new Michael. And they did it on the major networks. Right. right. And it was, a, it was a fine video. And then it got to that end. I'm like... It was like there's all this screaming and growling and crotch grabbing. I'm like, what is he doing? Well, here, <laughs> what's going on? If you he remember lost me on that. what was really uh, groundbreaking about this video is when they morphed the faces. Oh, the, exactly. They, right. The faces morphed right. into different uh, nationalities at the end, and yeah. suddenly a guy grows a ponytail and changes into an Asian girl, and a black right. guy then changes into a, a white guy. Right. Was, right. You yeah. know, 
Anyway, that, that he part was, a, was pretty cool. Yeah, he he was a creep. <laughs> well, he was a creep, but that doesn't take away from that. Do, that doesn't take I, away I, from yeah, what they I did in hard, the video. No, I know, but I got a hard yeah. time listening to him, knowing what we know now. You know, it's like, eesh. <laughs> I'm just being honest, man. Because I, I see that guy in the videos, and I'm like, this guy would groom young kids, you know, and and bring their parents into it and stuff. And it's just, eesh. I, I have a hard time listening to him. I was never a huge fan. I never thought the music was all that great. I was more of a Prince guy, but a, a, after all this stuff came That's out, right. it's just hard for me to. You're of the school that you can't. You have to be a Prince fan or a Michael Jackson. Well, fan. You, you sort of have to be. You yeah. can't like them both. Yeah, I, I liked both. Prince of them. people were cool. Right. <laughs> I enjoyed them both. I thought you know the the records at the time were pretty decent. You know, I thought Off the Wall was better than Thriller. Right. You know, but that's just my own personal preference. I just, I thought the lyrics were stupid. And I but, just, that I just, he, after he got to learn more, and I know there's all kinds of artists in the world who were messed up people. And if you try to separate how, you know, their messed up atness, I mean, most of the people that I admire were chronic alcoholics, you know, or they're weirdos or whatever. But his stuff was just. You know, that was a so, little different. <laughs> not excusing any of that stuff, like right, the children's right. stuff and everything, but you probably admire people today that have done things, similar things. It's well, not saying probably. it's okay. It's not well, saying probably. it's okay. Not saying it's okay. Yeah, yeah. probably. So, but he, I never liked his music anyway. So you layer that on top of it, it's like, eesh. <laughs> you look at me like I no. hate my guts. No, 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 I don't know. Well, not at all. Listen you know, to I was, on, I was on board until the bad album came out. Right. You saw the cover. I'm like, what did he do to his face? What did he do to his face? Well, what, what happened to your face? Yeah, that was uh, that was really weird. weird. It, it was shocking. Look, he was a weird guy. Yeah. You, you talk about somebody. You talk about abuse. He was abused. Right. At, as a kid. You know, it, what, 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 what did he say one time? Something about um, he could he fell during a concert. This is what screwed him up uh, with, with his back or something. Right. He fell, yeah. busted his back, and finished the concert because all he could hear in his head was his dad saying, don't you dare disappoint me, Michael. Right, right. Yeah. Wow. His dad, right. was, dad was kind of a tyrant. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Or, or a butt. Yeah, a butt too. Yeah, see a big whatever. butt. Well, okay, He's not in the running for father of the year. No, anytime soon. no. So since since this is kind of touching on this subject a little right, bit, right? The Ghislaine Maxwell trial oh, is continuing. God. Okay, right. right. And uh, yesterday, a British woman by the name of Kate, which isn't her name, claims she had sex with Jeffrey Epstein when she was a teenager at Ghislaine Maxwell's London townhouse, and then Ghislaine told her, "You're such a good girl." That was in the. That was yesterday. And, you know, there's stuff like this that are coming out. Here's what I keep thinking about when I when we look at the dailies on this trial. Because right. we're getting dailies every right. day. This is what happened. This was the testimony and, right. and stuff. I keep thinking, who else are we talking about? And I believe we are. I think we are. Are we talking about an international pedophilia ring here that goes far and wide, well into corporate America, well into political America, well into entertainment America, and we're never going to know. They're going to hang her, you know, put her in prison for the rest of her life, and she probably needs to be there, right? depending on what Absolutely. they find out. If you know what true, I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And But how many others are, are, are you know, skate scot-free right now uh, that were involved with these two? That were involved, you know, running their lives through through these. I two. think it's huge, and I, I think it's too. still going on, and I think there's probably preciously little to be done about it. 
because nobody's taking it seriously. No. On that on an international level, you need an international coalition to go after this. So what I'm saying, I'm not saying this artfully, but what I'm saying is is just like when the cops bust a low-level drug guy on the streets, right. they don't care about him. They want the guy above, sure. they want the guy above, guy above. Right. So, I, you know, she needs to be busted. She needs to go to jail the rest of her life if this stuff is true. But what I want them to be working on is who is in politics in America that was involved? Who was who was in entertainment in America? Because we know this is going on. Oh yeah, we know this is an international ring. You know, oh, hell it. yeah, you know it. Man. Yeah, they probably uh, Brad Pitt said as much as Hollywood is funded by this stuff. Bill Clinton, <laughs> how many times did he ride that that damn plane? <laughs> You know, all of them. I mean, uh, but do you think anything serious is going to no, happen no, about no, it? No, 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 no. That's, not, a, that's what sucks about I'm it. I'm not being Pollyannish about this at no. all. I'm just looking at this and saying, this is a, a dark underworld in it, around the world. Yeah. I was reading this morning a BuzzFeed report, and also CBS backed it up, so it's not just BuzzFeed, although their stuff's turned out to be pretty good, Right. Um, of, of CIA people who were not busted they they mm. found out that they were involved in pedophilia and stuff but to not compromise their cia mission they were never prosecuted god buzzfeed you can look it up on buzzfeed right right, right. pedophilia ring no, uh, there's a huge cia about this. look it up yeah it's it's definitely bigger than epstein yes that's my no, point I, I think epstein probably brought it into existence to a certain extent but it's much bigger than him. And it, it, his death has not slowed this, I no, don't believe. That's my point. But is anybody going to seriously attack it? I don't believe so. So I think, he was, I think he was the pimp, you know what I'm saying? Right. He was the guy that was hooking him up. Right? And she was the groomer. Yeah. She brought him in. Right. And, uh, and I, I want to know all these other people worldwide. But you're right. never going to know because they're the most powerful people on the planet. And they're probably the also, also the same bunch of people who are all about the Great Reset and globalization, and all that stuff. You well, know, because the richest on the planet are a relatively small community of people. You know, I'm going to bring a smile to your face, maybe, because that's exactly, that's exactly right. Right. If, <clears throat> if you remember, as long ago as last week, this story, the Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell story, the trial, was getting some traction in the media right right people were talking about it in the media right <laughs> and then all of a sudden out of nowhere came omicron omicron and everybody started to focus on right. omicron and took their attention away from this trial yeah in one week that story kind of went away so what i'm saying is that was orchestrated I, i'm sure it was what i'm saying is that they whoever orchestrates this stuff in the media to, needed this thing to go away needed it to be relegated well, down it, you know it, it's a much bigger story than chris freaking cuomo yes and chris freaking cuomo dominated the news cycle. you got it you, you and, know. and there's a reason for that happening sure. there's a reason timing is everything and nothing happens by chance ah, i agree there's an international creep ring out there that's god knows what they're doing and they're very powerful and they had to shut this trial up they had to take this trial off the front page and right. put it on b7 right right and that's exactly what they did tell you about pecos fence company your place for fence and whatever your fencing need is large property or small uh, people have called me and said hey got a ranch down here in south texas can pecos take care of that you bet they can 
more than happy to do that. Now, primarily, they focus on residential properties in and around town, and that keeps them very busy with all the new homes and uh, and homes that need new fencing around here. But, yeah, if you've got a big piece of property somewhere and you need them to take care of that, you've got a commercial piece of property and you've got equipment or vehicles at that commercial piece of property and you need that taken care of, you bet Pecos can take care of all of the above for you and do it with the professionalism and the top of the uh, really top-of-the-line equipment and, um, and and all the different woods that they use and the metals they use and everything. Just the best of the best you're going to find anywhere. And they got great welders on staff, so if you're using some steel, like steel gates, or you want some ornamental steel to, to really make your fencing pop, they can do all that too at Pecos, and they're more than happy to sell you the materials so that you can do the work yourself and save all that uh, labor costs. Pecos Fence Company, 210-655. Real test of the alliance, even though you Ukraine's not a member. We have a number of alliance members that would react very forcefully, particularly in Central Europe, that, that see Russia as a real and immediate danger. We're in Rima, Monday through Friday, 7 to 9, here on KTSA, where we tell you what's going on in the news, and we just kick it around a little bit. What's on your list today? I Did you hear about the Bucky's thing? The Bucky story? Which one? Uh, <laughs> there was uh, a family at a Bucky's. I'm not sure which one it was. This became a, te- a TikTok thing. Uh, and I'm just seeing it. This story came out yesterday uh, where it's a video showing a Texas family at a Bucky's. And first off, they refer to Bucky's or Bucky as a gopher. Okay. <laughs> All right. Which is a bozo no no. Yep. Gophers don't have flat tails. And then they committed the whole, the, 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 the just unbelievable sin in Texas of calling it bussies. Bussies. They're walking around Bucky's saying Bussies. Where was his family from? Uh, well, not from Texas. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> it doesn't say. It's a TikTok video. Uh-huh. Somebody just happened to get the a video of them at the Bussies uh, saying things like, wow, these Texans really love their gophers, don't they? So I don't know where they're from. <laughs> I don't know where they're from, but. Did they stop in home. to pick up some beaver nuts? Some beaver nuggets? Yeah, oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> from Bussies? Yeah. Bussies beaver nuggets? Did you get yourself some gopher nuts? Yeah. <laughs> took took a little while to hold him down, but I got him. <laughs> I love Bucky's, man. Who doesn't love Bucky's? Everybody. Everybody loves Bucky's. It's a Bucky's. place to go, man. You know me, I got a convenience store thing anyway. You know, I just really dig it. But I would, I would think that's just a little bit too big for you. No, man. No? It's, it's like the Parthenon. I always thought you liked the, the, it's Mecca. I always thought you liked the little bitty, tiny, you know, like everybody knows. Like the Cheers, you know? No, you walk I, in, I, they go, Sean! No, I, no, because I, I sit out in the parking lot. Oh, you don't ever go. <laughs> In. I do go in, but I write, no. I mean, I, I like to be known. I, the, the two convenience stores that I hit up most of the time, they pretty much know me, right? Well, I'm of there course they do. They don't, they don't holler his name when he walks in. They all no. say, "Creepy parking lot guy." Yeah. Creepy That's parking exactly lot right. guy. Loiterer, loiterer. Yeah. They call security on you. That's but right. Bucky's is the Parthenon. It's it's this massive. It, it it can't get any better as far as a convenience store. You know what I mean? Do you it's like have, a Roman Colosseum. It's like you, the pyramids of Giza. Let me just interview you a minute. When you go in, <laughs> do you do you head for a certain section? Well, I usually am buying my wife a soda. Okay. So, so I usually go to the beverage. I really pretty much what I buy are, are beverages. Yeah. So I get my wife are, a are soda. Are you talking about your Latinx at home? Oh, God. <laughs> Don't call her that, man. Do not call her Latinx. 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 Did you see that poll in the uh, representative of oh, yeah. Arizona we'll, that was we'll going get into on it. That? We'll get into it coming up. Yeah, absolutely. They, they, they hate it. Well, of course they hate it. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. It's stupidity is, it is what it is. 
You yeah. know? Well, we start calling black people like black X. Yeah. It's just dumb. <laughs> Chinese X. And, and what does political, and we'll talk about the next hour, what this guy is saying is that it's just, it, they nobody in the Hispanic community uses it. No. It's there for rich white liberals. Pre- precisely. So is all this other woke crap. All of it. All of it. It's there for rich white liberals. That's all it's for. To make for. themselves feel superior. Well, and, and like they're doing something, you know. But there's actually kind of an insult, inherent insult and in racism to it. it. You is. know what I mean? Absolutely it is, 100%. You silly Hispanics don't know how, you know, uh, non-woke you are, so we're going to give you a name to wake you up, man. So Bucky's is not a gopher, it's a beaver. <laughs> they, you know, it's, it's just, a beaver. Yeah, I love it's a saying big old that part. Beaver. It really well, you is. See, you didn't tell us where, where you had to in Bucky's when you first walk in. So, Oh, me? Yeah. I'll go for the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Back in a minute. I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, oh. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Good morning, Mr. Rima. Good morning, Mr. Ware. Gorgeous day outside. Yes, it is. It is. It is. It is. Almost one of those days where you don't want to be in here, you want to be out there. That's right. Well, so, I'm, not, I'm more of an indoorsman, but that's a. That's I like to look at it through a pane of glass. <laughs> I like how you call it indoorsman. I'm a great indoorsman. <laughs> Camping to me is sleeping on the couch. You know what was good for you yesterday? You got your nap. I got you, a real long nap. Good for you. <laughs> so let's start there. Thank you, Chris, for the setup on the Attorney General mm. Merrick Gollin. Once again, bringing it 110% there, Chris. Way to go. Uh, Merrick Gollin, uh, who is the biggest political hack. Oh, yeah. The Department of Justice has been weaponized uh, under the Biden administration uh, against conservatives, just like the IRS was weaponized under the Obama administration. Right, right. And Merrick Garner can't think for himself. He's <laughs> doing what his bosses are telling him to do. And the DOJ is supposed to be independent, right? And they're supposed to be. Supposed to be, but they're not. <laughs> Suing Texas right now over our abortion law, which is the fetal heartbeat law that says when a doctor hears a heartbeat, you can't murder the child. Right. Because it's murder. Right. It is murder. Uh, and they're suing to say, yeah, you know what? Even after birth, if you want to do it, go ahead. You know, it's, after it's a, birth, after well, yeah, oh yeah, they do the delivery thing and then partial they, birth delivery. Yeah, just like they yeah, do see, up that's in horrible. Virginia, right? Uh, but but that's what Joe Biden believes in. Good Catholic boy that he is, right, you know, got the right. rosary beads in one hand and he loves the abortions in the other. Mm. So you got that. They're suing us for that. And then this one that they filed a lawsuit against Texas yesterday. And this has nothing to do with redrawing the lines or Latinos or Hispanics or blacks or any. It has nothing to do with that. What this has to do with is they're in trouble next year in 2024, right. and they know it. That's and they right. Want to control our voting in Texas. So you redraw the lines, you, you, you make it heavily Democratic, uh, and uh, expand the areas, I'm assuming, right, where they have the most Democratic voters. So, I, you know, I, I, it's a crap move. They're, they're trying to cheat on so many different levels. This is just one other. I saw that yesterday. I'm like, well, of course they're trying to cheat. Anytime you go after the district lines, you're trying to cheat. So, you know, are they going to pull it off, though? That's the question. You know what they really, their, their ultimate goal, and this has been the Democrats' ultimate goal for years, is the federalization of all elections. Well, yeah, they love it. That's what they want. Because once you federalize it, you can cheat much easier. Oh, they control it. They control yeah. everything that happens with it. Precisely. And they used COVID to do it last year. They're using COVID this year, and they're going to use this. They're going to attempt to use this through the court system to control our elections in the state of Texas. I agree. Yeah. Meanwhile, is Merrick Garland actually doing his job in any other regard? Nope. <laughs> is he dealing with, you know, the, the rampant crime in the streets? Has he uh, got anything going on there? Nope. nope. Not a thing. Nope. He's worried about these other. He's worried about soccer moms at, uh, at, at school board meetings. 
Texas in general, <laughs> whatever it is, he's a complete political hack. You said it. You're absolutely right. He is. Uh, he's going after. Uh, well, well, what he's trying to do is is carry out the left agenda in America, which is well, yeah. exactly what he would have done on the Supreme Court. Oh, yeah. Well, we dodged that bullet, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, thank God. Because once he sat his ass on the bench, he wasn't going anywhere. Thanks for Mitch McConnell. Right, right, turtle right. Tur- turtle head. Turtle <laughs> head. Well, he he does kind of look like a turtle. He really does. He looks like a turtle. Look at that tortoise. <laughs> All right, so your list? Uh, well, just another example of why Alec Baldwin is a complete piece of crap. Oh, man. Uh, did you see this? I did. Uh, with the, okay. Again, at the heart of the Alec Baldwin story is a dead woman right. whose family is having to go through the first Christmas without their mom and wife. Yeah. All right? Yeah. And so he and Hilaria decide this is a great moment to tweet out a Christmas uh, smooch picture. They're, they're kissing on each other. And, and they, they caption it with, tis the season. Yeah. Yeah. Can you be more freaking disconnected, man? More narcissistic? That's him. What do you think they're, they're, the family of, uh, of uh, Helena uh, is thinking when they see that? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I the, do. The absolute piece of crap, dude. He really, really is. Well, and he's all about, like you said, narcissistic, the N-word. You know, he is narcissistic, and he is all about whatever is going to make him look good. Well, yeah. The whole thing with, with Snephalopoulos, that was what that was about. This is all about, you know, rehabilitating his image. It does exactly the opposite. Well, it does, except for his own community, because they're kissing his ass well, over going, Oh, it's yeah. so adorable, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's like it's not. It's obnoxious. Yeah. It's yeah. like he acts like this didn't happen. Right. And we're supposed to think he and his wife are the cutest people in the world. Well, he charged at a reporter last night. A uh, guy put it up on his Twitter feed, and I saw it in the middle of the night, where he was there at their house last night and tried to ask uh, Alec a couple of questions. Hilaria was in the guy's face. Get out of here. Get out of here. And screaming at the guy. And a guy just said, I want to ask him a couple of questions. And then Alec charged him took, <laughs> like he was a raging bull. Right. And going to get after him, you know, and then turn around and went back in the house. You know, he's, but he's always been that way. He's always been a jerk. Yeah. You know, and uh, he just, I wish he would stop proving it on such a regular basis. Yeah. You know, because if I'm that guy and I'm on a set and this happened with me, man, you ain't going to see me. I think with a lot of people, you wouldn't see them. Well, that's the point, right? Yeah. Is go away. Go away. Get. Let let this thing be figured out. Right. You know, I know his lawyer was against the interview with Stephanopoulos, so he's come out publicly. Somebody had said in his news story that he begged Alec Baldwin not to do that interview. No. And it you know, doesn't matter. Yeah. When you have an ego that big, you it's, can't get around it. It's like a, it was like OJ, you know, he kept oh, God. coming back in the public consciousness after he got kissed by the universe. And yeah, he did. It, you know, the best thing he could have done at that point is just fallen off the, the planet right. and disappeared. But he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. They have to have, these guys have to have the attention. They're attention whores. They have to have well, it all the time, and I, he is one of them. I think when, you've, when you're someone like, like Alec Baldwin who has been... You know, you figure when he came into prominence, the early 80s, uh, yeah. he, this has been his life, his entire adult life. Yeah. Is being in movies and being worshipped by people. The public eye on the him. The public eye. And, and it, it doesn't happen to all of them. The ones who for whom it doesn't affect them kind of stick out because most of them have heads the size of, you know, the planet Jupiter. And they can't, they cannot be ignored. They cannot uh uh not be the center of attention and you know for the past four years for the people on the left he was a megastar oh yeah because of saturday night live and his trump impersonation they thought he could do no wrong stuff don't stink as far as he's concerned right he was the best of the best and and he has to have that adulation well he he, 
I don't think he's getting it from. I don't think any movie he does in the future is really going to get him a, a whole lot of box office uh, bucks. I, I think people, the general public, are really turned off by this kind of thing. Well, you know, so th- we'll see. This one in particular. Yeah. You you thought the, the Stephanopoulos interview was bad, folks, and and so far how he's handled himself. But this Christmas card thing with the smooch and tis the season. Tis the season. Right. It, again, it shows a stunning lack of concern for the friends and loved ones of the woman he shot. And, and the, the other guy that got shot and the other director who got yeah, shot through the yeah, shoulder or what have you. Yeah, the way the people it shows were a stunning, uh, uh, almost a sociopathic level of narcissism. You know, there's nothing like, and this is why, like in the Laurel Ridge commercials, I talk about it, how tough it is. You've been there. You know, most people listening to us right now have been there that first holiday season without your loved one. Oh, yeah. It's just devastating. And I can tell you over time, it gets better, but only a little bit. You know, right, you right. still walk around the house right now, and you want to to have them there this time of year. You want them there all the well, time. of course. But this time of year, you want them there. So them sending out this Christmas yeah. tweet is like rubbing it in their face. It's, exa- it's salt in the wound, isn't it? It is. You know, and it's God. It's so freaking callous. So screw you, Alec Baldwin. Well, I, I, yeah. Well, <laughs> Kiss my ass. But you know what? I don't, and we'll just wrap it up with this. Right. I don't expect anything less out of the man at no, this point. No, I, I don't. That's kind of what you, you think he's going to do. Right. right Almost right. predict his next move. <laughs> right. All right. I'll tell you about our friends over at Lifestyles Unlimited. Lifestyles Unlimited, this mentor uh, relationship that you're going to have with people who are actually investing in real estate. These are not guys who are professional speakers and they're going to go speak around the country. And I mean, they have guys who have developed into that, really. I mean, David Fisher is one of the best motivational speakers you're going to find. But that's not their the, the main drive to Lifestyles Unlimited. These are mentors that are investors. So you're joining a group of folks here who do it every day. Most of them have retired in five years or less by working this. And it's work. This is not get rich quick. Hey, if you just uh, dialed up my program, the next thing you know, you got to pay off all your bills and you got to be free for life. That's not how this works. You're going to work it. But if you work it, you can start to see passive streams of income, and they'll show you. They'll teach you how you can retire in five years or less. Here's what I want you to do. Go to FinancialFreedomLivestream.com right now. Type in my name. That's where W-A-R-E. Make sure you put it all in caps. You're going to get the Financial Freedom Membership. It's usually $740 for a year. You're going to get two years for $297. That is the membership, man. That is everything that you need. That includes the online course or in person you choose. That includes being involved with these mentors and letting them walk you and talk you through this program on how you can really start to set yourself on a path to financial freedom. This is FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, promo code WHERE. W-A-R-E, all in caps, and your AccuWeather forecast, partly sunny today, high of 66. Really looks like a nice morning. Um, That's a typical fall morning for us. Clear tonight, 40 to 48. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and warmer at 78. We're looking at mid-80s for Thursday and Friday. You're going to think summer's back Thursday and Friday. But then Saturday, another cold front comes through, and Saturday night into Sunday morning when you wake up, it's going to be in the 30s. So get ready for that. And FM 107.1. Uh, real quick, I just got an email from a listener who says, doesn't the Constitution specifically put voting regulation in the hands of the states? Yes, the Constitution does do that. But what the Biden administration is claiming in this lawsuit is that Texas is vo- violating the Voting Rights Act, which is federal legislation. Right, right? which is bullcrap. So, right, right, right. But the point is, we run the elections. The states run the elections. The state chooses how they 
run the election and all that. Right. But there's the Voting Rights Act that's in, you know, that they wrote uh, federally. So they're trying they to say we're, 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 we're violating that. By so. being, what, racist and, and yeah. uh, uh, keeping blacks and Hispanics out of the vote. Right? Correct. And here's what's the reality of what's happening is blacks and Hispanics are leaving the Democrat Party, right? Of course they should. Uh, <laughs> it's you, about time. Yeah, you look at the border. Right. And you've got many counties that were Democrat strongholds. They were as blue as you could get. Right. And they are turning red right now because of this inflow of illegals coming across the border. Well, they're ruining uh, Hispanic property as well. Well, yeah. And I, I look, I don't. Pretty much everybody I know who's Hispanic hates illegal immigration. Hello. They hate it. Yeah. You know, and. Uh, so and they're they, losing those people. Well, they are. They should. Because they, they don't. You know, they're not doing a damn thing for them, just like the black community. They don't do a damn thing for them either. Never have. In fact, they want to keep them in their crummy neighborhoods. Absolutely. Voting Democrat by promising we're going to make it better and for you. And they never do. They never do. Donald Trump actually did. And this Latinx thing. Latinx. Latinx. Is that how you say Latinx. it? Latinx. Yeah. I think that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. So this uh, Politico, out, he's a Democrat, right? Democrat out of Arizona. Out yeah, of yeah. Arizona. He's saying that this and is. Hispanic, yeah. Th- yeah. Yeah, he says the only reason it's being used because white liberals got to feel good. Yeah, that's it. Be- the Ben Dixon and Am- Amandi Pohl, uh, whoever they are, uh, uh, Latinos uh, across the country, only 2% of them use Latinx. 40% of them find it offensive. You're married to one. I'm married to one. Yeah. I don't know anybody in, in our family who uses that. No. Who uses that? Anybody. It means nothing. It doesn't. It's a made-up word, man. <laughs> so anyway, it's always... But that's their argument for everything, right? Sure. Racism, 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 racism. Well, it's woke. And so uh, the other story is we've got this transgender guy... No, oh, no. ...who's uh, <laughs> dressing as a woman... Right. ...and swimming with women at University of Pennsylvania. Uh, of course. 22 years old. He, let's be clear, because the news accounts call him a she... He's not a she. He's a dude, man. Swimming with girls. Right. And winning every world record you could possibly win. Um, and like the other day, this past weekend, he competed and was 38 seconds ahead of second place. 38 seconds. First of all, that's got to be boring as all get out for the fans, right? Right, right. How boring is that? It's not even a close race. Good no. God. You know what, you know what the outcome is going to be. Uh, but number two, it's ruining the careers, the swimming careers of these girls who have done it since the time they were five years old. Yeah, it's obnoxious. It's a jerk move. Yeah, just so you can take home some trophies that you didn't really you didn't earn. Right. You know, but they'll it's it's going to keep going on because this woke culture is uh, is still as uh, hell bent on this. You know, if you if you identify as something, that's what you is, and so dudes will continue to to cheat in in women's sports until somebody seriously does something about it. And it is a jerk move because, and the, the the fact that the left support this, the left who are supposed to be all about women's rights and glass ceilings and all that happy crap. They're destroying women. They're destroying women. They but are. They're, they're taking, they're, they're arguing the rights of dudes over women. They are destroying women as a gender. They're, they're right. totally erasing women as a gender. But I, you know, how does somebody like this feel good about themselves? Know, all those years driving race cars. I, I knew guys were cheating. Right. I never would cheat. And the reason was, if I cheated and won, what have I done? Right. Nothing. But if I was legal and I won now, I've done it. And this guy's cheating by swimming against women. What have you you accomplished? Well, I... I, What have you accomplished? It must be just the ego trip. I don't know. I don't know. 
What have you proven? Because he, he, he's got to know inside himself that he's, that he's cheating and he's winning unfairly. So how do you look at that trophy sitting on your shelf and feel good about it? I, I compare it, you know, Tom, Tom Brady, greatest guy to ever play football. Right. Right? Right. Greatest quarterback ever. Let him play. You know, it's like him leaving the NFL to go play on a women's league. <laughs> what, what are you Put proving? Put a wig on. <laughs> right. What, what are you proving by going over and beating a bunch of girls right. at something you are really great at? You haven't proved anything. Yeah, it's like people who plagiarize or steal other people's manuscripts. Yes. I mean, from, from my perspective, it's like somebody stealing your manuscript. What have you proven? And how, how do you feel good about that? Right. Stealing somebody else's idea or their, or their manuscript or what have you. It's low behavior, man. It's very low behavior. Yeah. So. Did you just one more quick story from the bizarre file? Did you hear about this substitute teacher in Austin? <laughs> we we actually have it. Do we? Yeah, we have it. <laughs> the guy is, I think it's a woman, a substitute teacher. No, it's a guy. It is a guy. It's I a thought guy. It was a guy. No, it's a guy. Which is even funnier. Yeah. And he brings a karaoke machine to school last Friday at this Austin high school. It's substitute, yeah. Fires it up yeah. and starts singing a Britney Spears song. <laughs> But it gets better. It gets better because this is this is how we started the show this morning with that. It gets better. Um, He brought in a karaoke machine. He did that in class. These high schoolers at Bowie High School up there, like, what's going on? What? What? Because he didn't say anything. He just walked in, (laughs) set the karaoke, started doing it, man. And and then he set up disco lights and a disco ball. So he's got a disco in the classroom. And the kids are going, okay, okay, what's happening? Because he didn't explain. He didn't he explain said, a damn thing. I think then, it's hilarious. So here comes the principal to like kick him out. Right. And before he leaves, he throws in a Lady Gaga. <laughs> oh God! So this, did he t- then he did he get hired by another school and do the same thing? Yes, yes, yes. What a weird dude, man. So it, this is toxic. See if you can figure it out. Toxic by Britney Spears. Go ahead, Chris. One more time. Toxic. Wow. (laughs) I wonder if it's a setup. I wonder if he's doing this. Because it's an an awfully damn bizarre thing to do without explaining it. So I just wonder if he's doing it to be funny. Like he doesn't really give a crap if he's a substitute teacher or not. Well, he's not anymore. Well, he's not anymore. But you know what I mean? It's a beautifully weird thing to do. I mean, you know, it'd be one thing to take us and and put us in a classroom. Who knows what we would come up with, right? Right, right. But it sure wouldn't be singing Britney Spears music. No, that probably probably wouldn't come to mind (laughs) as an option. You know, now is the time of year to go ahead and replace your shower that you've had in your home for years now that's dangerous, right? We know it's dangerous because you got one of those tubs connected to it, right? We all thought that was going to be the cool thing to have when we bought our homes with a tub in it but now we rarely use it because it's just too dangerous to climb in and out of that slippery bathtub so what you want is a safe shower from safe showers here in san antonio been in business for now for more than 11 years chris and joan are wonderful people i want you to meet them because they're great great folks who just want to want you to be safe in the shower and enjoy the look of your safe shower as well they come in and take out your tub and your shower they go all the way back to the studs this is not a cheap overlay this is professional stuff right here and then they put in a brand new safe shower with a low step up entry so you don't have to lift the leg far it's a non-slip floor so you don't have to worry about slipping and falling inside the shower they got grab bars designer shower doors that look ooh la la fantastic and listen to this for the end of the year, 
60% off your installation. Didn't I tell you this was the time? 60% off plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 12 months for qualified buyers. So you got a free in-home estimate today from Safe Showers. 210 It's been confirmed by many, many people now, and even the president has said so himself. Nope, that's uh, Joe Manchin. It's not transitory, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. 838 with Warren Ryman, KTSA, a new Harvard Caps Harris poll out saying Donald Trump would slaughter Joe Biden. <laughs> Solid, yeah. The election hailed today. <laughs> he would also slaughter all the Republicans. 67% of Republicans wow. want, uh, want Donald Trump back. I think you could run. Well, that's true. I miss him. I miss the hell out of him, man. But you could probably win, you know, run Winnie the Pooh against Joe Biden, and Winnie the Pooh would, would you know, <laughs> take him down, man. <laughs> I was going to say my dogs could beat him right yeah, now. Yeah. It is, you know. But uh, The Chief's Chief is a book by Mark Meadows, mm-hmm. the chief of staff under Donald Trump. It's out right now, and he's talking about January 6th, and or it's coming out. It's coming out today. Today. Today's Tuesday, so it's right. out today. And he's talking about everything that went on January 6th. He talked about being a chief of staff to Donald Trump, what that was like, um, which is pretty interesting. And Donald Trump backed it at first until he started to find out some of the stuff that's written in there. He's like, no, I don't know too much about that. And uh, But one of the things that came out in this book was when Trump got COVID and what that was like from behind the scenes. Oh, really? And... Apparently, the doctor who'd been looking at Donald Trump said, no, we got to get him to the hospital. His oxygen has fallen to 86. Wow. Which is dangerous for right. anybody. Oh, yeah. But when you're 70-some-odd, it's super dangerous. And Mark Meadows went to Trump, and Trump wouldn't go. He said, no, I'm not going to go. And he could barely breathe. And he said, it's better you walk out of here and go get on a helicopter of your own power right now and two days from now, I've got to load you on a gurney and carry you out. Right, right, right. And that's when Trump went to Walter Reed and got treated. Right. But we, you know, from just reading, I, I haven't seen the book yet. I'm going to get a copy of it and read it. But just from what we're hearing now, he was closer to being in really bad shape than what we were told at the right, time. He right. put on the big front. He stood on the portico. You could tell then he was struggling to breathe mm-hmm. that night when he came back to the White House and stood in the portico right. and you know, did that whole thing. But he was in pretty bad shape, according to these guys. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, but that's his personality, isn't it? Right. Not to show any weakness. Don't show them that you're weak. Right. Don't show them that you're having issues. You know, that's who he is as a businessman. That's apparently who he was as president. You know, and uh, that's one of the things I respected about him. Because people now are all about their weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Democrats. People are all about their damn weaknesses and, you know, with your disorder this and disorder that. So I, that's why another one of those things I admire about Donald Trump is he wasn't that guy. Well, yeah. And uh, so the, the doctor who was treating him went to Mark Meadows and said, I don't have the stuff here at the hospital. I mean, at the White House to do this, mm-hmm. to, to take care of him. And uh, and Donald Trump said to Mark Meadows, "Man, I got no muscle strength. The muscles are just not." He said, "The muscles are not working." You know, mm-hmm. right, <laughs> right, right. And and Meadows said, "Well, Mr. President, you're really sick. Mm. You're wow. very sick. That's troubling." When you think <laughs> back on, <laughs> think about how close you were. Right, right, right. To not having a Donald Trump. It's just amazing when you think about the whole Trump phenomenon. You know, I, it, you know, the, on Facebook, your memories come up. You know, every day. And uh, I had one come up uh, a few weeks ago that I think was when Trump was trying to do the birth certificate thing with Obama. And, and I said something like, what a fame hog. Get off the stage, man. You're not, nobody takes you seriously. And it was about Donald Trump. 
And you look at, here we are all these years later. And I, I honestly believe he was one of the best presidents, best, most effective presidents this country has ever had. Donald Trump. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just an amazing story when you think about it. Well, he was right about something that, you know, we're, we're experiencing today. He said over and over again, I'm standing between you and the communists. Right. He's right. And he was. <laughs> yes, he was. Because look at what they're doing now. They have their plan. They're activating their plan. They're rolling their plan through America. Mm-hmm. They're taking over the country left and right at every at every quarter and every turn. And he was standing between us and them. That was it. And now there ain't nothing between us and them, really. He didn't what? Unless the, what's that? Yeah, he didn't take a penny. No, he didn't. That was the other thing. No, I know. Didn't owe anybody anything. Yeah. Was it, didn't have any old favors he needed to pay off. Didn't take a penny uh, in, his, in his salary. And you think about the current occupant, airhead oh, president. God. President airhead that we have now. He's been on a take forever. That guy wouldn't fart without getting a take. That's right. A, a check from somebody. 50 years he's been on a take. 50 right. years right. somebody's been greasing his palm. It's been a great living for him. Well, it's like we always say, Biden is actually everything they said Trump was. Well, you know, you know, here's a guy who's been chauffeured around in black cars, you know, all of his life. Right. Right? Yep. And he's telling us how much we're going to pay at the pump. And he's telling us that it's our fault that we need to, you know, be a little more patient. And not spend so much. He's never put a, a dime worth of gas in a vehicle. Right, he has right. no idea what that's like. Right. And yet, uh, we have to pay these these prices. Well, I mean, I, I like it when these elitists tell us that we have to take it on the chin. And, you know, you know, well, maybe you can't buy as much for Christmas this year. Remember Saki uh, during Thanksgiving? Well, maybe you just can't get as big of a turkey this year. You know, I mean, they're really condescending, all of them. Well, yeah, they don't. There's nothing they have to, have to worry about. What did President Airhead say? Only Santa Claus can bring you what you want this oh, year. God, only Santa Claus can what bring a you. Jerk. What you want. Yeah. What a freaking jerk he is. All right, quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up. Spawn Law, S P A H N. Matt Spawn, Spawn Law, great guy, and really understands estate planning like nobody else. I know what it's like to be in a position where you need to put together an estate plan, but you're kind of nervous about it all, you know? Am I doing the right thing? Am I, am I making the right move here? Am I mm, retaining control of my stuff when I put it in a trust? Yes and yes and yes and yes, you are. You're making the right move. You're talking to the right guy when you're talking to Matt Spawn, a real listener. You know, that's the first thing you notice about him. He sits there. And he very contemplatively thinks about what you're saying and then puts together a plan where you retain control of your stuff even after you die. That's what Matt Spawn does, Spawn Law Firm. Give him a call today. Schedule your appointment at 210